This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. Post America Podcast, welcome back. Um, thanks for sticking in there. We hope you enjoyed the Knuckle Dust episode. A lot of people, uh, we got some real positive feedback about that one. Yeah. Some of the best feedback I ever heard. Really? Yeah. I felt like uh, a pro to have people with an English accent on the show. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like having Graham Hancock or yeah. something. Felt smart and educated. and But that was good. So this is our first podcast back in the homeland, the fatherland. The continental United States. The land of kings. The blessed state. The last three were from overseas, Switzerland, Germany, and Belgium. Belgique. And now we're back. So in that time, you heard one with Craig and some people sitting around, one with the complete band Knuckle Dust, and one with Martine from No Turning Back. And now we're back in home soil for maybe two weeks. And in that time, uh, Charles Manson died. Charles Manson. 83. Three years old? Yo, I don't understand the obsession. Why do people obsess over serial killers and worship them? It's the strangest thing to me because you don't want these people in your life, even these people who idolize and, you know... Well, they, with they, him, they, he's a different case. He's totally different. He's not. He's. I guess he's not technically a serial killer. He's just a. a he might have been crazy person, but he. Yeah, he is cult leader. He's an icon of America. In our short history, what villain has been more famous? He's our. What's that guy in England that they never saw before? The, the Jack the Ripper. Yeah, he's the American Jack the Ripper, except on video and audio for everybody to see anytime they want with books out and and his own words saying, you created me. Yeah. He almost sounds smart at times. I'm sure he probably is smart. You could be smart and be crazy. Um, but he, he says things that are insightful. But, you know. It's, well, this it's, is the thing. It's not a voice to be trusted, but it's something that you say, wow, that was deep. What he, yeah, what he he's just a said pathological liar. But did he have an insane childhood? Yes. Yes. Very. Was he abused and beaten and battered? and Very much so. And, and taught horrible things? Yes. And then he goes on and he says, I'm what you made, what you created. Now, he had that type of personality, the weak man's personality. Another person would say, you don't create me, I create me. That would be the strong man's personality. But he took the weak man's personality all exactly. the way to the to the conclusion, exactly. to the end, yes. and just ran with it. Yes, because it's true. I mean, he was he's a product of, you know, horrible things. But there have been other people who endured those things. I'm not saying I can or you can or this one can, but not everybody becomes like him. This might not be the best example, but... I'm sure everybody's gonna find flaws in this, but like, you you got somebody who was who was born in a less than ideal situation becomes Charles Manson, and then another person becomes Barack Obama. 
Totally. So you got two two different mentalities, but it also might there, there's other factors that will weigh in. Different support systems, different yeah. family members. One might have been abused. One might have been uh, encouraged to do his best, and you know what I mean, like yeah, p- p- kind of put pr- prodded along by positive people instead of negative people. But it, to, it, in this place, you can be born. Uh, I almost said Marilyn Manson. You could be born Charles Manson. Or you could be born Donald Trump, and yeah. you could still be a piece of shit at each end. You could be born someone who has everything handed to them, never has to lift a finger, never is told no. Or you could be someone that is spit on and abused and neglected and pushed aside and unwanted, and you could still be pieces of shit at the end of the day. But that's also what I say. There's the weak person, then there's the strong person. Nobody really knows what they are unless they're tested like Charles Manson. Charles Manson is totally the weak person. He blamed everybody else for what he went through. And, you know, he did go through a lot. If he wasn't a grown man, you'd have a lot of sympathy for him. But as he's a grown man, you say, listen, yeah, you went through stuff, but, you know, there could be, he could have been born damaged and then been even more damaged. Or he could have been born fine and then completely damaged. I, I don't know how it went with him. And then there's the other, there's the other personality of a person who was, who did horrible things that learns from it and changes themselves because they recognize, you know, the flaws within themselves or they recognize yeah. the, the uh, humanity in other people and they say, oh wait, I don't, I don't want to live this way anymore. Yeah. And so he he was neither of those. Um, well, with him, they, you know, he was, he died at eighty three, I think. 83. He was born in 1938. So what's that? 30, 48? That would be 80, 85. Okay, so he's up there. Lower, mid-80s. So he was always in and out of detention centers, juvenile halls, jails, or prisons. In 83 to 85 years, he might have spent 10 to 15 as a free person roaming around. Yeah, that's true. Even in like childhood years, where exactly. So I'm thinking his comfort zone was in these places, and the fear, the place he couldn't handle, was the real world. He couldn't walk around here without, and he was the most horrible criminal. He got pinched everything he did. He stole a car, he'd get pinched. He'd prostitute a girl, he'd get pinched. He'd steal a pack of gum, he'd get pinched. He was like the worst criminal. But for some reason, there's a segment of society who are drawn to his type of personality. If he was a little more sane, maybe he would have been a a politician. Or if he had a, a, a different home, a little more sanity, but that sort of, you know, personality, maybe a celebrity somehow. I mean, yeah, he was a celebrity in, in, in his own right. Think of it like this. So he's crazy. He's, he, he's a, a, a career criminal. And he has people who adore him and follow him. Yeah. So if he was on the outside, I would think those people would probably still adore him and follow him if if he was presented to them because well, he has that cult personality. Of course they would. They so did. He had his make little him a group. give him make him a musician, and he would have the same re- people would have the same reaction. Mm-hmm. Make him a a, a, a whatever. I can't picture him playing football. What what would he play? Golf, maybe. I don't know. Ping pong. What he's would like he a ping, ping pong? Yeah, he's a little, yeah. 
little weasel. But whatever, uh, if he was a, 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 any type of celebrity, he would have the same type of following. A politician, same thing. He could convince people to, he could sway yeah. public opinion just based on personality alone. Well, he's a bullshitter. Yeah. You ask him a question, you're an interviewer, and boom, he doesn't go, um, I don't know, maybe. No, it's you ask a question, blah, 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 blah. Supreme confidence. Yeah. Right from the top of the dome, supreme confidence, and he'll say something that will stop, make you stop in your tracks and go, whoa, that was fucking deep. Or or to some people, and some people be like, just he's completely nuts. Some people like, wow, he knows everything. Mm-hmm. It's Donald Trump does the same tactic. You never hear Donald Trump go, um, never. He even does a trick where he repeats. Yeah. He repeats the same thing a couple times. That's his diversion from going, um, and seeming unsure. So Charles Manson, immediate. As soon as you ask a question, he's answering. It's total bullshit. It's a lie. And he might ask him 10 minutes later and have a different answer. I mean, it's on record. Almost like Beetlejuice from Howard Stern. Beetlejuice, how old are you? 38. Beetlejuice, how old are you? 99. Like, boom, answers immediately, but, you know, there's nothing back in it. Cult leader. He's a born leader. Well, like you said, if he was a celebrity, he would have followers. He wasn't a celebrity. He was a nobody homeless person, and he had followers. <laughs> so when we say, why do people like him? Yeah, certain personalities won't be drawn to him. Certain personalities would want to, like, almost bully him Mm -hmm. certain personalities would avoid him certain personalities are drawn to him like magnets dude beetlejuice is the perfect example though because some people see beetlejuice and they say why the fuck are people making fun of this poor guy yeah but there's some people who look up to beetlejuice almost like he's like he's like a yeah but but more than a celebrity like he's uh he's he's someone to be adored yeah he's a he's there he's a um an idol. Yeah. He's an absolute idol to people. I, I, I love Beetlejuice, and I don't think pe- – people are teasing him, and it's funny for other people, but I don't think he's being hurt by it. I think he's being helped by it. I, I don't think he's mentally capable of realizing when he goes on Howard Stern, one of the biggest personalities ever, and Howard Stern treats him like a king and puts a crown on his head. And says Beetlejuice, oh, you, Beetlejuice is here. He's the great. And then a, a real celebrity comes in, and Howard Stern talks shit on him and makes him, gives him hurt feelings and makes him say bad. <laughs> like, so at, it, to me, Beetlejuice has a rough life. I mean, who would want to be born with whatever he has? Tiny head, but tiny head. Syndrome. He has this feeling now when he goes to Howard Stern. He's surrounded by those guys, and they're giving him drinks and they're asking him questions, and they're taking him for rides and limos. Yeah, he's being used, and it's, it's bad in a way. But do you want Beetlejuice to be the guy in the corner that never gets looked at, that people walk across the street, they won't even talk to yeah, him? Yeah, spit on they, him. Yeah, he's like, a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, Yo, you know, you know what's funny, though, is that so Beetlejuice, uh, uh, a man who never had – he was never in a position of power. Yeah. Is given power, yeah, and he uses his power for evil. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he immediately wants to step on people. Beetlejuice is tell hard. people, you know what I mean? You tell see him people, fight off. people. Yeah, he'll fight anybody. anybody he's just anytime. like, yeah, he immediately uses his power for evil instead of for good. You know, he was real nice to uh, John the Stutterer, though. You ever see that clip? No, I didn't see that. He's chilling out. John the Stutterer is bugging out, not stuttering. John, who stutters like a normal stutter, but John the Stutterer, who is like. I don't even know who that is. It's I, I remember stuttering John. Yo, John, Google John Stutter, and you'll be like, wow, that's severe 
top notch, hundred percent stuttering. Like it might take him five minutes to get a word out. Shaking the whole time, handshaking. Beetlejuice is chilling next to John the Stutterer. John the Stutterer is telling the story, and while he's stuttering away, Beetlejuice is like, "Nah, spit it out. You got it. You got it. Go ahead. Nah, nah, chill out. You got it." He's being nice to John the Stutterer. That's nice. I thought, hey man, Beetlejuice is not okay, a bad dude. Beetlejuice. Okay. But yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, you know, we got really off the. The dude, the Charles Manson topic. But yeah, but he, his reply time is immediate. His everything he says is nonsense, is bullshit. I, what's he saying that's so deep? Yeah, the government's crazy and corrupt and crooked, and there's a evil, shadowy, uh, small group of people that are really running things. Oh wow, you're a genius! But when but that's just that's paranoia. All paranoid people say. Yeah, that. and it's like, <laughs> and it's probably true. And but the way he says, it, people are drawn to it. And he says, yeah, man. And he makes eyebrows and he raises that one eyebrow and he stands up and he dances. And people love that stuff. People want to be entertained. They want to be told what to do. They want to be told where to go. They want to be told what's going on. And those that segment of people, they follow that. That's another guy who never should have been given. Who, who He never earned any type of power. But because of personality, he acquired this power over people yeah. and immediately use his power for evil instead I mean, of for good. Like people like to say, he never killed those people. He, he didn't kill the people that his followers killed. But he got away with killings, if you look into his story. He got away with murders. And uh, the court systems work how they do. And, you know, John Gotti, what, what did he get pinched for? Or, you know, Al Capone, what does he get pinched for? Like, not the real crimes, but we, we know what's going down. But people do love the dude. To the point where our own friend Eric, who you saw on Facebook, he went to visit the memor- a memorial for Charles Manson, or I guess where his old following was, his followers, wherever they hid in the desert. Yeah, they people put flowers there, and they went out of the way to put pictures, and it's like this is an evil, rotten man. Yes, maybe pushed in that direction through abuse and neglect. But still, I mean, what? When do you? So is no one ever wrong? You know what I mean? Is no one ever guilty? Because yeah, there they, might be a reason why they. If they're guilty, but they have flair, that that yeah. got, gets them a pass. That doesn't make yeah. any sense. If he's the random, and he's basically a, a, a molester, and that's a big bad thing. A child molester. Now he's yeah. basically a child molester. He was a, a, a total sexist, chauvinist, pimping women out. Uh, he was, yeah, paranoid, schizophrenic. But he was charismatic. So when you have the nerdy guy who's a child molester, we want to crucify him. And when you have the Charles Manson guy, then we want to make a, a rock star out of him. Yeah, I don't know. It's people weird. are crazy. The things they look up to and the things they, they mock. Yeah. So you could have uh, – it's it's so it's so uh, easy, easy to mock religions – and yeah. religious people, especially, it's very it's in style right now to mock Christianity. Yeah, for a long time now, and um, to the point where it's all the whole the, the system is falling apart. Yeah, yeah. So it's easy to mock things like that, but you have to give credit where credit is due. So there's, I, I'm kind of losing track of what I'm trying to say here. You you would you would praise a Charles Manson. Who did horrible things with flair? You would mock a religion who does 
Oh, you can't say they they only do wonderful they have things, elements. but they have elements of yeah. keeping people um, on the straight and narrow, yeah. as you could say. That's the whole. That's the idea. It doesn't work hundred percent of the time, but there's definitely you can see how it it affects society positively if you want to. Yeah. Um, but it's so easy to mock one thing. This I. I can't picture a follower of Charles Manson, somebody who's walking around, you know, sucking Charles Manson dick, praising a, a Christian attribute in the same way they would praise Charles Manson. Yeah, or even condemning in the same way. Let's say a priest is a manipulator, pedophile, and he got a specific job just to be around children, and he abused the children, did whatever he wanted. Very Charles, say, wow, very Charles dude. Manson. Like he was such a he was such a smooth talker. He he knew exactly where to go. He got with them kids, and he just had his way, man. Why not praise him? He's an evil scumbag who set himself up to abuse and manipulate people and have them do what he wants to do and disregard them and throw them away when necessary. Why not praise the pedophile priest if you're going to praise Charles Manson? I don't know, but it's out there. People, I'm not happy. He died out of like finally revenge. I'm happy he died because, I mean, he did his time. You know what I mean? He did his whole life was time. But I'm happy he died because he was broken. He must have been his life, his insides. I mean, it must have been horrible. Like from the time he was a kid to a grown man. I'm almost, I'm happy that he died for his, so he could maybe if that's what happens when you die, you get peace. I don't know, but maybe he has peace now. If so, good for him because that was a shit life he lived. Locked in a cage, hurting people, never probably experienced any real affection, any love, never any real companionship or friendship. Only some idolatry people, you know, coming and, and worshiping him for a moment or a celebrity status handshake or I got to take a picture with him. That's all he ever had. So he had a horrible shit life. It reminds me of those little zoos, like the there's small zoos in the Poconos. There's like two or three of them. And they, they're very small. Like, actual square footage is very small. But they stuff a bunch of animals in there. And there's always a cage with monkeys that are in this tiny little, like, 8 by 8 cell or something yeah. like that with a, a milk jug hanging from the ceiling and, uh, you know, whatever, a little hammock they can hang out in. But they eventually just end up doing something insane, repeating it all day long until they're, they – Bash their yeah. head into the wall or something. Yeah. Or they're sitting jerking off in the corner. Or they just they launch themselves at the glass. That's all he was. He was he was he was yeah. fucking insane. He was insane. A, he was an animal in a zoo. He, like you it, go to the zoo, you take your picture next to the glass with the monkey. But guess what? At six o'clock, when they shut the lights out, that monkey's walking in circles, wishing yeah. it was dead. Like Charles Manson. Broken. Charles Manson Broken. loved. He loved when he got a moment of attention. A moment of somebody asked me a question, please. He and loved he it. He finally gets to do his trick. He gets to jerk off in front of the window or he gets yeah. to do his milk jug trick. And uh but you're looking at a crazy you're you're looking at a crazy, broken human and clapping your hands for him like he's doing something special. Yeah. But, or or you're just out to see him die and, and I hate him. You know, you know, you don't even know the story. You know what I mean? Either way, it's a human being, went through hell, then put everybody else through hell and then sat in a cage forever you know like who knows why he did it but guess what i mean unfortunately around the planet and especially in his day in the 30s and 40s and 50s 
little kids were just pieces of furniture, if that. Yeah. So he, he, he got stuck in that time. Not everybody turned out to be Charles Manson. Not everybody was that much of a pussy. Like that, that's what I really think he was a pussy. Like, oh, you're doing this to me. Well, I'm doing this to you. When he talked about his his first wife, I think it was his first wife leaving him. Oh, she left me, so I'm going to show everybody. Blah blah blah. He's one of those dudes, and that's like, that's that's like pussy personality. Yeah. So why people are drawn to that, I don't know, but it is what it is. So since we've been back, uh, Charles Manson. Charles has Manson died. Uh, we're on the verge of. Sexual harassment charges tearing our society what, apart. What, the band? <laughs> no, no. Oh. United States of America. It's like every institution now ha- is having sexual harassment charges. I Every man in power oh, yeah. is sh- shaken to the core right now because this is this shit is not going away. This is real. And it, and it was probably a time when you could brush it aside. Obviously, there was that time. But now people are... Here's the deal, though. Taking Check it, it out. very serious. Even even just the the uh, accusation yeah. is dragging people. Well, you got down. from Al Franken, the right. Harvey Weinstein dude popped it off. You had that other dude, the crazy uh, what's the childhood star that's always talking about being molested? Corey Corey Feldman. Feldman. Corey Feldman's in the mix. Just recently. Who's the porno star? The dude, the hairy dude, the ugly guy that's a famous... Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy got charges against him now. Oh, by the way, we're, we're up on a new setup because when we did our last podcast in Europe, we left all our gear there. So it's being mailed back to us. But right now, we only have two mics, but Baboon's right here with us looking at his phone just to let people know if they're like, where's Baboon? He's here. Yeah. He's there smiling. But I wish he could get in on this because he always has some good... So you have Corey Feldman. You have... Who's the porno star? Ron Jeremy. They're saying Ron Jeremy is did this. There's a a uh, congressman, I think, or a senator. What's his name? Conyers. Um. Oh, Moore. This is a this is a new one. This oh, might have happened oh. yesterday, I think. Well, there's the guy Moore who's running the Republican guy who wears the the Halloween cowboy outfit when he goes up on stage and pulls his gun out. Uh, Representative John Conyers, Democrat from Michigan. He's a member of the House Judiciary Committee. And uh, he had to step down today, I guess. Now, listen, if you step down, I think you're guilty. Yeah. If you apologize, I think you did something. I let's, let's talk about Trump again. He never apologizes, but I still think he did something. <laughs> but he just knows once you apologize, you got to bounce because you're saying you did it. But he's like a manipulator. He knows that you can't apologize. But a lot of people like to say, see, I hope Hollywood burns. I hope Washington, D.C. burns because look at these animals, these freaks. This is going on at your grocery store. This is going on at the local bar with the bar manager deciding who he's going to put on that night and making girls be nasty. This is happening at the Chili's. This is happening all over. This is American culture, unfortunately. And... I, last night I was at the E-Town Concrete Show. We'll talk about that later. But I saw an old friend, Lauren, married to Polecat. Mm-hmm. And she says she loves the podcast, but why am I such a sexist? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a sexist. I say goofy, crazy things. But I acknowledge that being a, a female, you are a target at all times. I don't believe a sexist would say that. I'd, yeah, no, I don't think I'd, so either. But I, I can't imagine anything more difficult 
gender related issues yeah. than being a female. Yeah. It's almost uh, these days I would think it's easier to be a transgendered male or a transgendered female than to be just a straight up female. I believe it. You know how many homicides are committed by males? 88% of all homicides. A third of all females murdered are murdered by a husband or a, 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 some sort of spouse. So you can't even, if you're a female, you can't even trust the one you love. Never mind the shadowy guy with a hoodie hiding in the shadows around the corner. You, As a female, you can almost trust no one. I understand that. So I don't pretend that this is only happening in Hollywood or D.C. It's happening everywhere. I mean, maybe not on the construction site because we have really no females. But if you see it on, if you see one on a construction I, site, sure. and it happens, yeah, you man, it's, my, my it's union fucking... literally has no females in it. But there are some unions, electricians, uh, some of the labor unions that are not heavy with girls, but they got girls in the mix. Some carpenters. You ever see uh, or hear on a job like the radio's playing and somebody? It's like the lowest form of humor possible, but they they change the words yeah. to a song to make it yeah. as perverted as they could make the song. Yeah. You know, and that's great. You know that type of shit. Unless you're the target of that. So a, a guy was doing that the other day at my job, and when I hear that, it just makes me cringe almost because of the. It's so unoriginal. Yeah, especially if it's humor. not clever at all. It's just the. Uh, it's just ridiculous. It's not high level post America podcast humor. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he did it, and a uh, one of the an executive woman came around the corner, real nice clothes, looking like oh, sharp. You know what I mean? He came around the clothes. No, he didn't even fucking stop. He just oh. kept singing it right to her, and I'm thinking, I- I'm curious this week. Yeah, like we start work again tomorrow. I'm curious if he's going to be there. You know what? Tomorrow and if, or if he Tuesday. gets in trouble, they throw him out. He'll be crying. He probably will. And what are you dumb? Like that's yeah. What are you fucking crazy? You can't do that. And and why would you do that anyway? Why the hell would you even yeah. want to do that? Knowing, yeah. I, I would be embarrassed if I if my son was doing that. Yeah. I say, what are you doing? Totally. Like, do you know. You know how. Unless it's you know old. how. Or at least that he doesn't stop when the girl comes around the corner. Like, <laughs> at least, at least at that. Least. But like, you know what your mother would think of you. You know what your sister would think of you if she heard you doing that. Like, yeah. you don't be a scumbag. Yeah. So this guy, with with no shame, just kept babbling these ridiculous lyrics. And uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I I, I, I'm I'm really curious if if he's going to be on the job this week because she actually stopped dead in her tracks and looked at him. And then kept and then continued walking, and yeah. so maybe he's pinched. You might be right because yeah. they won't say anything. They'll go back to their office and send an email, right, and say a guy with this company hat on was saying this, blah blah blah. You won't even know. Yeah, but at the same time, well, before I get to the that version, I was driving home yesterday from the E Town Concrete Mad Ball Sworn Enemy show where I saw a lot of people, a lot of fun, and. Two, I'm with two guys. I won't say who they are. And one dude was like, yo, I sent this girl a message. And she didn't even reply to me. But then another girl tagged me in something. And then all of a sudden, she replies to me. I'm like, yeah, of course. Now she knows, like, okay, you're, there's a safeness to you. Somebody knows you. And yeah, but still, why not reply? I'm like, yo, she probably's getting hit up all the time. Because she, a regular girl is getting preyed on all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have... A Facebook messenger filled with messages from girls because, <laughs> no. that, but girls do. 
yeah. by random dude. Hey, what's up? Oh, cool tattoo in the picture. Oh, wow. Who's that in the background? What kind of coffee is that in the cup? All bullshit trying to get in there and make their move. So I was explaining that to him. He's like, oh, yeah, you're right. But once in a while, girl, I'm like, yeah, probably once in a while. But it's constant. It's nonstop barrage. And it's not Hollywood. It's not DC. It's on Facebook. And it's at wherever they work. And your your wife works in, what do you call that field? Uh, service industry. Ser- service industry. Yeah. And I know a lot of girls that bartend and and work, do waitressing work, work in, in uh, bars and, and restaurants. And it's the same there, especially, you know, for younger girls. You know, they know you. They're not going to mess around. They don't want to mess with the brother coming and messing the whole place up. But let's say a new girl comes in and she's cute. And even if she's ugly as hell, by the end of the night, they're going to start making moves or saying some questionable stuff or feeling her out and making her feel a little uncomfortable. It could happen to a guy. It could. But rarely. So the guy's defense, it happens to guys too. Guys could get. Yes, but it's it's such a minuscule piece. In my it's minuscule and it's not. It's not human nature, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> it's not human nature for it to be that way. Unless it's, it's the homosexual community. In the homosexual men. community, they, they just that. party nonstop. Yo, imagine being a gay dude. You'd have it made oh, all the time. Oh, you'd be fucking living it up, man. <sighs> it's like nonstop party. I'm surprised that. If I could turn I, it on, forget it. I wonder what the life expectancy is for American gay men. Let's say Americans, if, because if sex shortens your life. Probably thirty-seven. I'm picturing like hardcore, nonstop partying yeah. and dancing clubs, sex, <laughs> nonstop, well, and then you're dance. probably dead around like maybe like fifty-two. I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't know if it works that way, I mean, where Chris you just live right now, hard living, because yeah, it's like I, I we were we were at a uh, Govinda's in Auto. Philly lately. Uh, not not too long ago, yeah, maybe a month and a half ago. Chicken steak, yeah, beautiful. And I walked uh, a couple blocks away from Govinda's, and there was a gay club on this corner, (laughs) and right next to it was a sports bar, and you could hear the contrast of 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 cheering from the sports bar and the partying from the gay club. It was almost like back and forth, uh, like a battle of who could be the, the loudest. And the straight sports guys, or yeah, yeah, like yeah, like cheering for yeah. goals or whatever, yeah. and then the gay club just, just like a sustained yell, yeah. a sustained cheer, basically coming out of the gay club with okay. a poof, poof, yeah. poof, 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 just a beat bumping, and it was just like, yo, it's simple, happy people, put men in a category that, like, you know, okay. Let's say men and women were exactly the same as far as mentally. Great, you know, but they're not. This is just science. Mentally, I don't mean smart or dumb. I mean desires and drives. Yes. Drives. And gay men are looking for men. Men are looking for sex constantly. So gay men have it made. If that's what they're looking for, because they're looking for the same thing as their prey. So they're going to go to the same place. The women aren't necessarily looking for that, but they understand it's part of the whole situation. And of course, you can say, well, this girl did this. We all, yeah, we know, we know. But 
just by, you know, this is... If, every, if there's a girl out there that even thinks, that even thinks for a second yes. that you can compare yourself to the average man as far as yeah, it's, perverted sexual thoughts and sex drive nonstop all day long, yeah. you're out of your mind. There yeah. is no way you can compete <laughs> with a man on that. I guarantee you that. You could compete in the workforce. You could compete in a lot of things. Yeah. I know you women are great athletes these days. Women are doing a lot of things. You cannot compete with just sex drive. Yeah. And, and perversion, and, and, and we can't compete with you with having babies. We just can't. We can't have babies. <laughs> but it, it is what it is. I'm just saying, there's a difference there. So the woman is constantly pursued, and sometimes I'm sure she likes it, and desires it, and is happy that it happened. But it's constant in your whole life. I told Chris's story the other day. In your whole life, has a woman ever been so forward? to you that it was shocking maybe a handful yeah you could almost not even not a handful like a fingerful yeah exactly i remember one time it, it is something well i did verbally sometimes forward but one time a girl actually i was walking i was in a party hallway walking out and a girl was holding hands with her boyfriend in front of him and she behind him near hallway and she reached back and grabbed yeah grab you my wiener <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Like, this is way back. Wiener. And I was like, what the? I was like, almost confused. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I never just grabbed a girl. I don't know. Never would. But you always hear about a guy pinches a girl's butt. Like, since you're a little kid, this is almost a normal thing. Oh, you pinch, she pinched the butt. Blah, blah. Even old sitcoms, the guy would pinch the girl's butt he likes. Like, yeah. you don't grab. But guys just grab things. Now you put a little alcohol in a the guy. They're just grabbing it all over the person, blah, blah, blah. They are in danger almost all the time. And they don't walk around like they are, which is a good props to them, how they could get beyond it. They're not like, oh, oh, you know, complete paranoia. Some might be, but just look at statistics. They are victims of men constantly. 88% of murders are committed by men. Now, whatever small percentage of murders females commit, some of those are, are on other females. So it's mm -hmm. even smaller. A man doesn't really have to worry about that. Yes, you could find the Lorena Bobbitt story here and there, and it's going to make headlines. But you're a victim at all times, a potential victim. Even living with the person you love, you're likely to be murdered. At That's a crazy thought. Rate. That's a yeah. crazy thought. So for you to call me sexist... Because I say a couple funny things. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I understand the plight of the woman. I don't go around grabbing girls. Can I tell you a story by myself yeah. that I'm not proud of? Uh, well, wait a minute. Are you going to get us pinched, thrown off the air, or what? Gonna, I'm going to incriminate myself here. So I was in uh, seventh grade, and there was a girl that I really liked, and I was a dumb, awkward kid who had Tourette's and twitching like a like a crazy person. Not likely to get a date. Not likely to get a date, especially not with the, the girl that I liked. So I was I, I didn't know how to approach this girl and let her know yeah. that I was you know like I I wanted I want you to be my girlfriend is what I wanted to say. I wanted to, I wanted to walk up to her and say, hey, I really like you. I want you to be my girlfriend. You know, would you? She would can say, I have your phone number? Or she something would have like said, that. Nerd city. Yeah, she say, sit down, nerd. So I got balls one day, 
if you want to call it that, stupid, you know. Oh, man. What do you do, Chris? What do you do? I saw her. We were both walking to health class, and she was in front of me. And at the time, I thought it was a great idea. Yeah, grab that girl's butt. Yeah, yeah. Walk up behind that girl and grab her butt. (laughs) That she'll know, you know. She'll know that you you like her like that. How old are you? I was uh, seventh grade, so probably... 14? What is that? Maybe 12, 13. Okay. Yeah, probably like 12 or 13. Holy So I walked up behind this girl, and I grabbed her butt. (laughs) Yo, (laughs) with... Oh my there was God. no break between what happened next. I, it was like my hand touched her ass, and immediately the health teacher saw me do it, <laughs> and he slammed me against a locker. Oh I bashed my head against a locker. He slammed me against a locker and had my feet dangling. Like he picked me right up wow. in the air, and my feet were dangling. Yeah, and he said, he said. Do you know what you just did? And I was like, whoa. He scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I'm like, no, what did I do? What did I do? He's like, that's rape. He's like, you just raped that girl. He was saying that back then? Yeah. Wow, this is seventh grade. This is probably 90, 91, maybe, 90. That's insane. Something like that. He said, you just, he said, that's, that's at the bare minimum, that's sexual assault. Yeah. He said, I would consider that rape. If that was my daughter, I'd beat the shit out of you right now. Wow. And I, and I was my, my health teacher. My, he was my gym teacher who I thought was real cool and I yeah. loved this guy. I really liked him a lot. And uh, But he the, when he said rape, yeah. and I was like, what? Yeah. Like I didn't, I just touched ah, her. That's extreme. To me, it's not rape. It is a little extreme, but he got yeah. the point across totally, to me. Yeah. And to me, it was just like a little one step beyond holding hands. Mm. You know what I mean? Or like, you know. Uh, uh, r- rubbing her shoulders or something, which yeah. I wouldn't do that now either. If I, if, you know, some yeah. girl that didn't really know me and I was like just looking at her across the classroom, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. And I went and rubbed her shoulders. That would be weird too. But yeah, he, so in seventh grade, uh, my my gym teacher slash health teacher stopped a potential pervert from taking off yeah. on a career of perversion if because. That- yeah, that Imagine from that, that move worked for you. Yeah, then I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it all the time. So because yeah, it's he stopped possible me. That it worked on some women. Let's be honest. That's possible that worked on some. Some girls probably just are dying for attention from yeah, anybody. Any, you, your butt gets grabbed. You turn around. It's Fabio. You're like, oh yeah, oh my god. It's good. He's the one. Then you're like, ah. he's the one I wanted to grab my butt. And yeah. then she turns around, sees me, and was like, ah oh, fuck. So um. Yeah, that's the last time I ever did that. And it's the first and last time I ever did that. Potential molester stop. Yeah, he stopped me right in my tracks. Because then every time I saw a girl with like a nice ass, and I was like, ooh, look at that. You just look. I'm like, oh, man, I, I don't yeah. want want to rape that girl. I'm just nice going to look at it from over here. <laughs> now, we so we all agree that this happens all the time, nonstop, in all areas, schools, workplaces, Hollywood. D.C., wherever. But it can also now in our current climate be used as just a tool to nullify someone's value or just get them out of the way. So it's a bad situation to be in, almost like the communist thing. Yeah, communism is is whack. At one time, you could just say Yeah, you mean like in the, uh, what was that, the 50s when they were just blackballing people. So... A lot of this stuff, a lot of the dudes are just confessing to. Who's the comedian? Louis C.K. 
Louis C. Who you who I would think is untouchable in something like that because comedians can usually find a way to make a joke about yeah. something that they're not proud of and turn it into a positive thing. He almost. was doing pig stuff, you know. I mean, some people do it, you know. It's like you know, we're all guilty of doing stuff like that. But he admitted what he did, and I guess the big difference is some people were trying to defend him to me. Saying that he never just did it. What he would do was expose himself. He and would start, ask first. Start masturbating. Yeah, though, he right? would ask first. So because he did that, it was okay because he asked. But he's asking people that work for him. So it is not okay. Because you have, he has power totally. over them. So they're kind of between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. It's no, like, you can't. Like okay, boss. I'm going to get a different girl. Let's say you, know, you work for your carpenter. Your foreman comes in and says, Joe, get me a cup of coffee. You don't get paid to get him a cup of coffee. But are you going to say no? Probably not. You'd be like, all right, what do you want? You'd be like, oh, it should be, this is not what I get paid for. Or or the the if they say to do something that's dangerous, that you you know, union yes. rules, OSHA rules, you're not supposed to be doing this, and they say go, you, you know. could end up doing it. Step on that ladder. Because the boss. That, that has yeah. broken rungs or whatever. Just use it. Just fucking use it. Come on, hurry just up. Hurry just hurry up and it. do it. So you're thinking in your head, should I just hurry up and do it because he's the boss, or should I make a big issue out of this that could potentially cost me my job and months of work and pay? So when you ask someone that works for you, you mind if I pull my dick out and jerk off? Like, that's what he was asking. Like, he's putting these broads in a spot that is a no-win situation. Uh, maybe he's an easygoing guy, and when they say no, he doesn't care to treat him any differently. But come on, let's be honest. Nah, let's yeah, it's be bully. totally It's honest. bullying tactics is what it is. And he said he did it. He admitted it 100%. And I think, I believe him that he, he feels sorry about it and feels stupid about it's it. It's totally possible. Because but, but it doesn't change. How about the Al Franken bit? I now see. I saw some contradictory. Uh, I, I've, I've seen. I, I saw something else about the Al Franken thing that made me question it, though. You know, well, I heard that that girl in general has it, the whole vibe of you know sexual kind of pushing the sexual envelope. But in that picture, is he actually grabbing her or pretending like he's going to? It grab looks her? like an air grab to me. It looks like an air grab, and that makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. Maybe not to other people. It's like taking a picture with, you know. Uh, like I'm about to hit Chris in the head when he's sleeping. Exactly. But exactly. I'm not really hitting him in the head. Like I got a bat over his head like I'm going to mash it. But I didn't really do it. You talked me out of it last minute. But he's sort of pretending he's going to grab her boobs. He's a goofy comedian. She's a goofy comedian. And the other stuff he apologized, he didn't admit to. He said, I don't recall. He said, that's not the way I remember it. That's not the way I remember Yeah, so to me, if you didn't do it, then just don't even apologize. Be like, yo, that picture's real. I didn't really grab her. I was just acting like a fool. I'm sorry if that offended anybody. Her other shit is bullshit. That's what he sh- you got to say mm-hmm. nowadays. I mean, you got to defend yourself immediately if you have a defense. And if not, good for the C.K. Jones or whatever. What's his name? Lucy K. K. Because he's just being like, you know, good for him. I, I I respect that he admits it, knowing it's going to affect his finances, his work, everything. He had a but TV other, show that was about yeah. to drop. He had a lot of shit going but on. But these other liberals are going to apologize for no reason because it's the thing to do. But if you didn't do it, you can't apologize for it. You can say, I understand there's a lot of stuff going on and a lot of the stuff is real, no doubt. But I, I didn't do this. I got to defend my name because we got to stop looking at ourselves as people in groups and start looking at ourselves as individuals 
like, yeah, I, I'm a man. I'm sorry. I'm in a group of murderers and molesters. I'm sorry. But I didn't do this. Me, Rich Mancuso, didn't do this. I'm, I know other men are doing this all the time. It looks bad. But you have to defend yourself. You can't just be like, I'm sorry. I understand what they're going through. And then make, like, weird sayings of, you know, like, you're, you didn't do it, but you accept responsibility. You know, like, you can't say stuff That's like crazy. That. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. But I can... It, it seems like that's a common advice, for, you know, in... It's bad advice. Legally, legal yeah. terms, just bad because advice. they want to get it over with yeah. and as as pain-free as possible. But if you come out and you say, nah, she's she's a liar, I didn't do that, now you're you have to, like... Dig your heels in and fight yeah. for who knows and how some long. Some people hate that you even attempt that. Oh my God! Yeah, you you're you much you're you're worse than just you're. It's worse than admitting yeah. that you did it if yeah. you say you didn't do it because you're calling a victim a yeah, liar exactly to some people. Then we have the guy, the Republican Moore, who doesn't admit anything, but he has a record of he's was physically banned from a mall for just harassing little girls. Jesus Christ! He, he had a reputation around cops. Look, Chris, you could talk. You're allowed to talk. What are you doing? He's what do you, what are you showing me? 15 just, minutes. He just set up his phone to say 15 minutes. Wow, like you son of a minutes. bitch. And then now he's showing. Unbelievable. <laughs> now he's putting it in my face. But anyway, this more guy's a Republican right-wing guy, and he's he's the one who they're trying to get Trump to say, to turn on him and say, don't elect him, but they want him to be where he's going so he could vote their way. Right. I don't know if you follow that at all. Or, Little bits um, and pieces. So it's... There's a lot of stuff. But listen, we talked about Charlie Manson. We talked about the current climate of sexual molestation, rape, and and the general hatred towards men in general, which I understand. And I'm completely sorry for all these other men like Jotham who grabbed the girl's butt. Man. Chris who viciously kisses all girls he doesn't know. If viciously. Ever- <laughs> with teeth. <laughs> uh, I mean, right, well, let's talk about something uh, more positive. Well, yo, let's talk. I was at the E-Town Concrete yeah, Show last let's night. let's get into it. Starland Ballroom, Sayreville, New Jersey, with opening acts, Sworn Enemy, Madball, and some other ones. I'm sorry, I forget the name. It was, it was easily 2,000-plus people. That's so dope. And, and that's tough. That's tough, too, because they were competing against another big-ass show at the TLA in Philly. About two hours away in Philly, you had a uh, With Hate, Hate Breed, Breed, Code Orange, Twitching Tongues, uh, Big... Big and, fucking and show, Dying satis- Fetus, I think. Satisfaction of the Death of Desire album. Yeah, so they had yeah. a sold out show as well. Yeah, which is which is phenomenal. That just yeah, lets you know things. how strong things are going right now. But I uh, saw so a lot of people haven't sold in a long time. They told me to give you guys their regards. And uh, Hoya said hello. He was hoping to see you. Hoya, and uh, it was really good. Madball sounded great. Controlled the crowd. They had Joe, your old uh, high school classmate, yes. filling in on guitar. Sons and daughters of East Stroudsburg. And he did good. He had one little fuck up. And I say, you know what? Let it pass. You know? It's his first show. To the show. point where. Was that his first show with them? Yeah. Wow, that's it was. Huge. This was his screw up. There was a, he did a tight stop at the end of the song and they let, rang it out. Oh, okay. That I got you. It. But yo, he did good. But we know he's a good guitar He's player. the shit. Yeah, yeah. he's great. And they got stuff coming up. And Hoy was giving me details of the upcoming album they're recording. Anything you can I don't know if I could people? say, but I'd love to say where they're recording. I'd love to say who's involved with the recording. Like as a producer type uh, character in the whole mix. Very shocking. I'd love to say who formerly owned the studio that they are using. Oh, and who now owns God. the studio they're using. 
and, and Freddie was telling me some of the stuff that you heard from mm-hmm. Hoya's library of oh boy. of uh, music that we thought was going somewhere else is now going into. Oh, man. And I know you always talk highly, highly of that, that music. A lot of juicy tidbits going on here. Yeah, so. A lot of juicy tidbits, people. So uh, Madball sounded great, and uh, I'm so excited for the recording, and E-Town and did, sounded great. Did Hoya mention anything about doing more episodes? Because he just put up a post recently about doing he, more he uh, did smoking me, word episodes. Ray, Ray was with me, everybody's favorite. Uh, Ray, he was with me, and he on the way home, he was wasted. He said Freddie kept on feeding him alcohol. And uh, so Ray was wasted, so I don't know if what he was saying it was real, but he said, Hoya said he's going to start doing the, post, or the uh, smoking word podcast again. And Dope. Said, yeah. That's dope. He's like, I buy plane tickets just to go down for that shit. Talk about going to Florida. <laughs> oh, to be on the yeah. a, a guest. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. But uh, so hopefully he starts doing that it. again. I love that there's like a crossover. See, I, Boy, don't, I don't listen to many podcasts. So when that one got out of my library, it sucked. You know what I mean? I listen to Joe Rogan. I listen to uh, Diaz. Uh, Joey Diaz. I listen to Broad Street Breakdown. I listened to uh, he, uh, Dan Carlin with the history stuff, but his those stuff are is rare, yeah. And when they far between. when they come out, you you listen to it immediately, and then yeah. you got to wait another couple months. Yeah. yeah, his stuff is few and far between. Now the Rogan stuff and Joey Diaz stuff could keep you satisfied because there's a couple times a week even. But if they have a wacky guest, then you know I listened to all of Hoyas twice, and I listened to the Scotty Banks episode probably yeah. oh yeah that's a I dozen times. Many times, and then. That's what saved in my life. Yeah, library. after that, I had to start going outside the box, and I, I listen to some some crazy stuff now. There's a lot yeah. of good podcasts out yeah. there, but yeah, I know what you mean, man. It sucked like once one, like, of, one of the podcasts in your mix stops. Yeah, it's like losing a, uh, a family member. Hey, yo, my iPhone, <laughs> my iPhone, the, the jack doesn't work no more for the earphones. The you got a new iPhone too, right? It's, well, it's kind of new. It's not even a year old. I don't know, man. This craftsmanship is getting shoddy. Yeah, I want to see to talk to the Chinese guys making this. Where, I work next to an Apple store now. Of. Yeah. And every morning, I don't know. I guess it's because the, the iPhone X just came out. But every morning, there is a line around the block of Japanese people. Wow. They and they're just shit. lined up waiting to, for the Apple store to open. Yeah. But it's every morning. The Asians love that stuff. That's another thing I thought we could do with North Korea. If we just set up a fake shop, say they're giving away free electronics, <laughs> and we did every, get every, all of the North Koreans in the shop and blow it up, all our problems are solved. We don't get our hands tight. <laughs> free iPods, free iPads, free iPhones, free Samsungs. Boom. But check it out. You mentioned iPhone X. I heard they have a problem if they freeze up in, in like 40-degree weather. Yeah, I heard that. The battery just dies or something. That's crazy. Chris hates iPhone, even though that's what he has. But he's with Chris his timer. Chris only has an iPhone, so he can be in on the Wisdom and Chains and uh, Text podcast group chat. That's it. Listen, <laughs> I tried other phones. The other phones suck, dude. I don't they all have phone. their fucking thing. Totally. Dude. There's plenty of stuff wrong with the iPhones, but... Even as soon as you just work with your thumb and move stuff around in those Samsungs, I'm like, this is garbage. This is little kid shit, man. You know what I mean? I don't know. They're not as responsive as Chris would say. Yeah. So, uh, Richie, happy birthday. This is your birthday podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, that. Pretty happy event. Everyone on Instagram seems to be all 
you a know, lot of people happy. said very nice. They're very happy nice for you right, uh, yeah. passing one more revolution. They're around happy this earth. that I'm closer to death. So uh, let's be honest. Uh, maybe that's one way to look at it. You got any insights for the people in your forty fourth year? Forty ninth. year. <laughs> Why are you pushing it? You're trying to be older than you are. That's better. Oh, better to be 49 than 44? Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, if they say, oh, that guy's 49? Damn. Oh, because I thought he was say... maybe 44. <laughs> like, Yo, nah. somebody had told me that, uh, when we were in Europe, somebody was guessing my age and they said 32. Nice. And I was like, damn. You know, everybody. That's a solid guess. I always go to people and with me and Luke, and they always guess I'm younger than Luke. Yeah, they guess they, the same thing. They guess that we, me and Luke were standing next to each other, and she said Luke was 30. What, how old is Luke? I don't even know. She's, she said one year older than he actually is. But he must have an old-ass face. I know. <laughs> holy shit. She said one year older than he actually is, and she yeah. guessed me eight years younger than wow. I am. So That's that was dope. Great. No, you look like a young guy. So, uh, yeah, man. But when 40, you're black, you don't crack. 49 years around the sun. How, 49 times around the sun. You got you know, any, I have uh, no, honestly, any insights for the people? Yes. Reputation is everything. You understand? Stray from ego. Avoid ego. Do favors. Because guess what? They come back to you all the time. That's called karma. A lot of people aren't familiar with that word. Karma, it's an old Japanese word, meaning what comes around goes around. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Japanese? Karma. Karma. What karma. Comes around, car, what comes around, ma, goes around. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. So karma is key. Car actually is Ego vehicle. Ego is to be avoided. Car is vehicle. Reputation and is, 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 is essential. Around. Yes, exactly. And uh, you do these things and you too could live till 49. Mm. Many people didn't live to this age back in cowboy times because they weren't doing favors. They were treating each other like shit. Exactly. So they were dying young. You're lucky you lived to 39. But cowboy times, they were being nasty. They had egos. Everybody thought they were Donald Trump. Now, you know, now we don't have that, and we're living longer. It's the only reason. It's nothing to do with this medical stuff. That's all the Illuminati crap. You Antibiotics. <laughs> Antibiotics are a myth. Listen, I'm not anti-nothing. You know what I mean? I'm pro. Probiotic? I don't know. Maybe. I know that Evan justified him eating so much ketchup because he says it has a lot of probiotics. Oh, my God. I'm like, don't just say you like ketchup like a little fucking kid that never had anything good to eat in his life. That's crazy. Does ketchup have probiotics? Oh, that's what he said. That's crazy. Like that, he acted like that was the reason that he was eating so much, to get extra probiotics. Wow. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, the show was fun, and I saw a ton of people. And uh, our next show is also in New Jersey, Teaneck, New Jersey, uh, with a December 15th. Yeah. Looking forward to that. And, oh, check it out. Our friend from Poughkeepsie, New York, remember the girl that booked us up there, Nikki? Yes. She hit me up and asked me to uh, bartend the hate breed show that was up there. No way. But I could. there was no way I could do it with work. So I said, how about you need somebody shorthanded? How about I send my friend up there? Who's your friend? I said, Ray. She said, Ray from the podcast? I said, yeah. I sent Ray up there. I didn't know how it would be. I knew he needed a couple extra beans. Comes out with almost five beans. Damn. You heard? I, I should have did it myself. Man. Shit, I love beans. Fine. That's wow, that's not bad. dope, man. That's and great. And he said, hey, Bree sounded great. And he saw a lot of people. And uh, 
It was a good show. That and tour I actually, is a I asked mega about Cold tour Orange, right but now, they man. weren't on that date for some reason. Oh, no? No. But they Cold must Orange have just hopped it. on uh, yeah, last night or the night before, maybe. Yeah, I, I always see them on a flyer, but for some reason, yeah, they said they weren't on there. But it was, uh, he said it was good, and people in Philly that I talked to said, hey, Breed sounded great. E-Town sounded great. Props to them. You play once or twice a year, and you come out sounding like that. Yeah, that's I'm, a, I'm I like to eat, E-Town's like middle- of their career stuff. Like the early stuff, maybe demo stuff. Eh. Then they got to the middle and they were making really cool stuff. Then they turned into too much like jamming style. It was still dope, but not my style. All right. I'm going to tell you that I love from the first demo to the last CD. Yeah, a lot of they, people do. To me, they are like, and I, and I didn't know from the first two demos, they, the, the first one got, the first one was great. Yeah, I remember I, I was at their first show. Yeah, I think you were there too. Yeah. We were at their first show. Uh, I got the demo that night, the the red demo. Then they came out with the green cover yeah. demo, uh, and it got it was even better than the first one. And then the CD was even better. And then uh, Time to Shine. Then uh, the Renaissance was better than that. And yeah. it, to me, it just kept progressing, progressing, yeah. progressing. They just and got I, two, you know, two almost. They're great musicians. So the last couple of things were too jammy it's not yeah you know the, I mean? the last one is not like a live yeah. type of a but live they a, played a stuff from the first demo to the last wow like stuff that i was like wow they're playing that song they probably like sounded great earliest. too right they sounded real tight they were always good musicians now they sound really good i always thought anthony could sing hard could sing melodic and he could rap i thought in um, my opinion he's the he's the my favorite hardcore singer yeah and and because he can do anything yeah he can he could scream high pitch he could roar yeah. low he was roaring sometimes that it was just uh, flooding the club like a wall like of a noise roar. coming at you like yeah. you know those parts where i don't even know if he's saying a word he could sing like a yeah. like a bird he could rap like better than anybody he, he's fuck he's the ultimate front no, man he's good man. he's good on stage yeah. um i love that uh, to me he, he's he's uh, he's definitely top three uh, hardcore frontman, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, frontman. What about the vibe? I love. It. I oh, love his vibe, man. I, his vibe to me is all right. He's just like kind of like you know chill kind of frontman. Vocally, yeah, I think he does it all. But like, you know, a person on stage that you watch because of their look or their movement or actions. You know, I don't. He doesn't have that part of it. He's not like a Freddie. No, where you can't take like your eye, you know, you, a Vogel or something like that, the aggressive, you know. But no, he's vocally and skill wise, he's got a lot of a lot of ground he covers. Definitely, he's really good. The whole band is fucking good, man. But yeah, that, that, was that drummer, yo, that drummer was, he was not a good drummer when they first started. He had no. just started playing the drums on that first See, demo. I got such a bad memory, I can't even remember. That. But he he was like he was good enough to play their songs. Like he wrote, he he figured out like, oh shit, I could play the drums. Yeah. And he he did that first demo and it sounded good. But he wasn't like technically sound yet. Yeah. And he figured out his style by the first album, and he's like, that dude is phenomenal. Yeah. And he plays like a very unique, weird style. Like never got lessons, self-taught, and just a, a well, drum what prodigy. What about the other dude? The, the, the bass dude, player is fucking out of the long haired dude is the guitar player. Yes. But now he's like bald. He shaved head. Yeah. And he was always good, right? He was always good. Yeah. He was he was definitely the the best musician in the band in the in the start. Um. So he's like the consistently best musician. Yeah. But uh, then they got that. 
bass player that they have now, and he <laughs> they, everything went up a, a notch when yeah. they got him in the band. I was watching him last night. He's he outstanding. Cool. Yo, I remember they did a show at CC's one time. It was a, um, it was like a precursor to Posse Numbers Fest. Oh, with the volleyball thing? Yes. Yeah. So it was. this was like a precursor to what would eventually become Posse Numbers. And um, they open up their set with the Knight Rider theme, and they played Knight Rider. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. But, or, you know, they played it yeah. themselves, and it was the coolest <laughs> fucking intro I had ever heard. Yeah. It was. It sounded so tight and perfect, and everybody that was outside was like, is that Knight Rider? And they all came running in. Didn't they do... a Dope cover too or no? Uh, I don't remember them doing covers. Oh yeah, they used to do. Uh, they did um Nas. Yeah, yeah. They used yeah. to do um, uh, was it Street Dreams? I don't know. I just remember them doing around the same time Fury was doing the Land of Confusion cover. I remember them doing a cool cover. Yeah, but maybe I'm wrong. Damn, I can't remember that. I gotta, I gotta go back into my. But files. listen, New Jersey represents for them hard because that place was packed. Easy two thousand people more. That's great, man. And, you know, wh- what other band from that era, that kind of music, gets that response randomly? You know what I mean? And especially just doing a couple shows a year. Like, that's, yeah. that's really cool for them that they can yeah. pull that off. That's great, man. Right around Christmas, make a couple fazools, buy the kids some gifts, say, leave me alone. Now I'm going to sleep for the rest of the year. Boom. All right. Well, this was really fun. Glad we got together. Um, hopefully, by the next episode, we'll have our equipment back. Yeah, and be able to do so. Get Bad Boom back in the mix. Let Chris weigh in on these issues. He's doing homework right now. He's not even paying attention. Is he still in school? He might be. I don't even know. He's perpetually in school. What's beyond a doctor? Uh, a nut. Uh, he's a nutcase. Yo, I gotta say on the, on the Knuckle Dust episode, anytime Weema talks, I smile. What a guy. Yeah. What a great guy. <laughs> yeah, I. I'm telling Joe, do you. Do you man. think? Do you think that? Hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on a minute, hold on. I love it. What a guy. I heard from so many people that that's their favorite, yeah. all-time favorite You know episode. why? Because those guys are good, genuine characters. Yeah. Even if you don't know them, you'd be like, you like listening to them. They're not boring. They're not jerk-offs. They're good dudes. That's why we hang with them. We don't hang with no rats. So, uh, okay, great episode. Uh, thanks for listening. Tune in iTunes uh, rate and review us, please. Leave five stars and a good uh, review so get we get that exposure so we can be a featured podcast and start making them big bucks, them Rogan bucks. Um, fastbreakrecords.com. Go buy some great new releases they have uh, on, on the website. Good Black Friday deals going on. Go to Cold Cuts Merch. They're not an official sponsor, but go to Cold Cuts. Um, we have a real cool windbreaker for sale. Wisdom and Chains windbreaker. You can buy at Cold Cuts Merch right now. Um, limited time, of course. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Fastbreakrecords.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see y'all very soon. Peace. We out of here.
America Podcast. The Post of 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 America